Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Friday Night Basketball. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A. It's time for the tip-off of Friday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. It is time for the boys' championship for the 64th annual Deerland Invitational Basketball Tournament. Live from the Palace at Johnson High School at the Blackshire Place along with Joe Gailey. Mike Warford with you here getting ready for the boys' championship between the defending champion Gainesville Red Elephants and the Cherokee Bluff Bears who look for their first ever championship in their six-year competition. You have first-year coach Charlemagne Givens leading the Red Elephants attack, came into this tournament winless on the season at 0-9. They won their first two games looking out to defend the championship and win their seventh title in the last eight years. While for Josh Travis and his Bears, the Cherokee Bluff, looking to do what Lakeview Academy accomplished in the first game of our doubleheader, capture their first ever championship. And, Joe, this is going to be a lot of fun, buddy. I think this will be a good ball game, good matchups, I think, most of the way. You know, the big thing for uh, Cherokee Bluff is can they stop uh, Xavier Griffin? He's just a sophomore, but he's been very, very good. Ellis Pitts, a senior, 6'4 kid. Brandon Nelson's been shooting the three well, so it all depends if he can stop those three. Cherokee and in Gainesville, on the other hand, You've got some guys that can shoot the ball. Boston Kirsch, Bryce Horton, um, Logan Holmes, and Tyler Underwood can fill it up. And if they can uh, keep Gainesville off the board with second, second half, second chance points, then they got a good chance to win this thing. Well, as I was telling our producer, Nathan Laddie, who's part of the Cherokee Bluff family, I was telling him, I say, defense is going to be the thing here. If the oh, yeah. Elephants can do what they've done, and you go back to Jerry Davis's day, if they play defense like Blake, you did, which they have done the first two days, yep. it's going to be tough for the Bluff to get a good shot. Right. But then what kind of game can Boston Curse have? And look at the Elephants, 11 new players on this team compared to last year. Almost basically a new team for yep. the Elephants. It is. And, you know, and Coach Gibbons has come in there, and you got some kids, you know, that, that uh, you got some we'll talk, got some good storylines coming up there during this game. And uh, be interested to see how Gainesville plays in and out. You know, you have, you'll have Brandon Nelson, Ellis Pitts, um, Luke Nordholz, uh, a freshman, uh, a, a third-generation player, second-generation in Gainesville. Uh, Xavier Griffin will probably start, and, and uh, not sure all of them. But you got uh, Cherokee Bluff all in purple with white numbers. Gainesville all in white with red trimmed in gray, with a little G and the elephant coming through the G on the front of those Nike uniforms. Nice-looking uniform they've got there this year. First time I think we've seen them in a couple of years. No, we saw them last year in the finals. That's yep, true. Sure did. Coach Gibbons might get a little warm down there. Even uh, even in that uh, like long sleeve uh, shirt, he's going to look like a sweatshirt. Well, so far it's been easy for the Elephants defeating both East Hall and Flyer Branch with big scores. What a game Bluff had yesterday. Winning in overtime against the North Hall Trojans starting off. Here's the starting lineup. All right, for Cherokee Bluff, the Bears 9-4 coming into tonight. Josh Travis's team will start a senior, number two, Tanaka Makono. A junior, number three, Boston Kirsch. A sophomore, 11, Cooper Glover. Number 14, a senior, Logan Holmes. And number 15, a junior, Tyler Underwood. Your usual starters for Coach Josh 
Travis. Now for the Red Elephant of Gainesville. I think, Mike, didn't you tell me other than one year, this is like the seventh. Uh, eight, eight straight year. Eight straight year they've been in the finals. So yes. what a run. Number two, a sophomore, Brandon Nelson will start. Number three, a senior, Ellis Pitts. He's been a senior uh, starter since his freshman year. Number 11, Luke Nordholz, a freshman coming out there. Number 12, Jay Walls, a junior. And number 23, the sophomore, Xavier Griffin, on the floor for the Red Elephants. So look at the eight years, too. He started with Benji Wood, his coach, Chuck Graham, and now with Charlemagne Givens, and they just keep going. Well, before they had Todd Cockrell, too, if I remember correctly. Before so that, that, before Benji, yes. Yep, that's, so they've had a good run here. And, yeah, I mentioned Luke Nordholz there a second ago, folks. Luke, Luke a third-generation player in the Nordholz family. Of course, Chris played before him at Gainesville and played at Georgia, and then his dad, his grandpa, Mike, played at the University of Alabama back when you could only play three years as a sophomore, junior, and senior. Averaged 19.9 points a game for his career and was drafted in the old ABA by the Houston team. Jump up one by Gainesville. You'll have number two, Brandon Nelson. He'll give it off to Jay Walls. Jay Walls guarded by Underwood. Walls over to Nelson. Nelson on the right wing, back to Walls, to Pitts. This corner to Nordholtz. Gives it off to Walls. Walls back into to number two that time. That was Nelson's shot, no good. Rebound by Cherokee Bluff. They come in a hurry. Holmes over to Brandon Kirsch, or excuse me, Boston Kirsch. They give it off to Underwood. Underwood this side to Holmes. Holmes thought about a three. He'll dribble one in, take it out. Underwood will shoot a three. Good. Three-point shot. He was open out there from about 19. Knocked it down, three nothing. Bears with the lead. They'll bring it up. Jay Walls with the basketball. Gives it on the far side to Brandon Nelson. Gives it way back out front now to Griffin. Griffin trying to get around Glover. Griffin waiting on a pick. Waiting on somebody coming get the ball. Finally, Walls does. He'll take it in. Knocked away by Holmes in the corner to Nelson for three. No good. As Griffin came down when it went up. We're going to have no shot as he's fouled on the rebound. Let's see whose ball. It's going to be Gainesville's ball. The foul is on Underwood. His first, team first. And it will be Gainesville, bas- or, yeah, Gainesville basketball underneath their own basket with 6.59. And the Bears leading it 3 to nothing. Last night, Joe, the Elephants hit 13 threes. Wow. Get it inside to Nelson. Nelson on the baseline. Gets it way back outside the Walls. Walls has it. Dribbles with pressure from Underwood. Comes over to this side to Nordholz. Nordholz back the top to Pitts. Far side to Nelson. Nelson back up to Walls at the top. Come over Pitts on this side. Pitts good dribbles to the baseline and pulls it up. Gives it back outside to Walls. Walls throws in the corner to Norris for three. Luke a little short. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch gives it to Holmes. Holmes brings it up the far side. Back outside to Boston. Kirsch. Boston goes over the top to Cooper right at the free throw line. Cooper dribbles out the free throw line. Takes it to the basket. Goes up with a little floor. Good. Five nothing. Cherokee Bluff early here in the 64th annual Airland Tournament. Walls gives it over to Pitts. Pitts, top of the key, gives it to Griffin. Xavier, dribble drive in, goes in, spin move there, missed the layup, rebounding by Kirsch. Gives it off to Holmes. Holmes will dribble up the left side. Pulls up, shoots a three off the rim. No good, rebounded. Kirsch after it, Makono after it. It'll be a tied-up basketball between Griffin, Kirsch, and Makono. All three guys hit the floor. Good sportsmanship by Xavier there to help Boston up. 
if the ball's going to be anywhere, Tanaka's going to be around it. Am I right about that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only thing about it, too, is a different gym. Got to get used to it, That's too. Got to get used to the feel of it, for sure. 5 nothing early on. The Bears lead at 5.49 in the first quarter. Pressure in the backcourt from Underwood on Nelson. and get it up in the front court. Walls has it. Gives it to Griffin. Griffin goes up for two. No good. Tipped out there. Underwood gets the rebound. No, excuse me. That's Holmes. Holmes will dribble up the left side. Guarded by Nelson. Comes to this side to Underwood. Underwood thought about a three. Gives it over to Boston. Curse. Boston dribble drives. Spins in the middle. Pulls up. Shoots a lazy one. Good. Seven. Nothing run here to start the game. Pulled up from about uh, six feet away and dropped one in. Almost stolen from behind that time. Picked up by Walls and brought on up and is thrown right up in the middle off of Underwood's foot. And you'll have Bryce Horton come in the game for Tanaka Makono. Bryce Horton, we saw a couple weeks ago, Mike, and he can shoot the three. Yes. He hit like two or three in a row, dead eye in the corner. Throw it in the corner to Griffin, out front to Pitts, over Walls. Walls back to Pitts, over to Nelson. Nelson for a three, no good. Rebounded by Griffin. Knocked away and trying to grab a hold of it. And Cedar, Cedar, I started to say Cedar Shoals, but the Cherokee Bluff comes away with it. Cherokee Bluff walks with it. I think that was Bryce Horton. He got it and couldn't get his feet under control. Vision was blocked momentarily there. And Nordholz will come out. And let's see who comes in for him right there. Zero, Amari Chapman. Amari played a little bit last night wearing that. Shooter's sleeve on his left hand, even though he's right-handed. Never understand it. Walls in the backcourt. Dribbles against Underwood. Walls will bring it up. Passes over to, to Pitts. Pitts gives it over to Chapman. Chapman will shoot it. His shot is no good. They rebound it. That's going to be Glover on the far side. Glover comes over. He's knocked away over here on this side. And Glover. Glover will... Gets knocked out of bounds, and Cherokee Bluff will take over right there, right under their own basket with 28 on the shot clock. That's Underwood, gets it into Horton. Bryce dribble drives in the middle, throws it back outside to Holmes. Holmes being guarded by Nelson, comes over to the side to Cooper Glover. Cooper with the left hand drives, tries to go up for the shot. We've got a basket good. Oh, and it's a foul, too. Going to attempt. Fouls on zero, Amari Chapman. And they're on a 9-0 run to start the game. Mike Gainesville has yet to score with 4.16 remaining. And they're doing what Gainesville did the first two nights, Joe. Yep. And Cooper Glover at the, at the line to try and complete the old-fashioned three-point play. First one's up. No good. Rebound. Boston Curse tips it out, but taken away by Jay Walls. Jay Walls will bring it up, gives it over to Chapman. Chapman in the corner to Nelson. Nelson. Stolen down there by Kirsch. Kirsch in a hurry to Underwood. Underwood tips it out there to Holmes. Holmes will pull up. Thought about a three. He pulls it back out. Shoots a two. No good. Rebounded by big man, 23, Xavier Griffin. Gives it over to Ellis Pitts. Ellis will dribble up. Gives it over on the far side to Jay Walls. Jay Walls back to, to Pitts. Pitts goes over to the far side, waiting for a screen. Wasn't there. Gives it over to... Nelson, Nelson shoots a three, no good off the far side. Yeah, rebounded by Underwood. Underwood will bring it up the middle of the court, guarded by Walls. Gives it over to Boston Kirsch. Boston to this side to Cooper Glover. Cooper thought about a three, fakes it, dribbles in the middle, almost taken away, and it is by Ellis Pitt. Knocked away by Chapman. 
and Pitts comes away with the basketball. Pitts, Ellis will drink it all the way in, and a blocking foul should be called. No, they're going to call offensive foul. Excuse Ellis. me. On Ellis right there, yeah. Pitts also a second-generation player's dad played. Yep, Ryan Pitts played at North Hall, and his mom played at North Hall also. And hey, she will tell me he got all his basketball talent from her. <laughs> not, from, not from that, for sure. And I agree with her. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> And River on the far side, Glover over to Tanaka, back over to Horton, who shoots a three, long shot over the top. You're going to have to throw it back in. One of the guys for Cherokee Bluff, they get it to Underwood, or Horton, down on it. Holmes, who shot a two, no good, rebounded by Walls. Walls dribbles up the far side for Gainesville. Walls gives it over to Chapman. Chapman, he's going to shoot a long three off the back rim and a foul. Wow. You're going to foul a three-point shooter who's 27 feet from the basket? And, yes, they did. Foul's going to be on Underwood, his first. Tyler wishes he had that one back. You can see his disgust on his face as, he, as he's like, doggone it. Chapman will be at the line to shoot two, three, excuse me. Nine to nothing, 252. Games were looking for their first points of the game. First one is good. 252 mark of the first quarter, Mike, is when they put their first point on the board for Gainesville. Six minutes, well, no, five minutes. Five minutes and seven seconds. Look at the score. Nine to one. Trying to hit the hat trick here, making nine three. Second one's up. No good. Hit the front rim. Not enough juice. And Kirsch will come back in after a brief wind break for Tyler Underwood. Chapman. Stand at the line. Number zero, Amari, a senior. Third free throw. He hit two out of three. Makes it nine to two. And we've got a 30-second timeout by Coach Gibbons in Gainesville. And we'll keep it right here. He's got to regroup early on here, Joe. Yeah. Well, I think he was waiting for those first points scored before he really, you know, decided to call a timeout and hit that last one. It's a good time to take that 30. And maybe he might, you might see the going to a trapping-type defense or a uh, zone bust or something like that. You never can tell what they might try to do here after this timeout. Again, Coach Gibbon in his first year as head coach at Gaines won his first game as the head coach. The Elephants back on Wednesday when they defeated East Hall. Yep. Didn't, wasn't he down in the... Um, he was in Newton, in Covington. Newton, okay. Very uh, successful program there, you know. Yep, that's what I was thinking. I knew he was somewhere else. At one time, they won like 100 games in a row back in the day. Good grief. That's like uh, four or five years, ain't it? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Back in the day it was. Cherokee Bluff will bring the ball up. Holmes and Underwood bring a two-man game to get it up. To Glover. Glover gives it over to Tanaka. Tanaka throws it over to the Gainesville bench. He was looking for Boston Curse, but he, as he got the ball, he just flipped it in a hurry instead of looking. Boston was open in the corner. He just threw it right to the assistant coach for Gainesville. Well, the thing about the Bears, every player's got to play an important role in this game. Yep. Jay Rawls gives it over to Chapman. Down the corner to Pitts. Does Newton Nordos back to Pitts. Pitts has it. He'll go to the basket. Throws it over here in the corner to Chapman. Chapman shoots a three. No good. Luke Nordos gets the offensive rebound. He's going to try and then he got a travel on Luke Nordos. Luke, a 6'1 freshman. Like I mentioned, his dad played at games with him, played at the University of Georgia. Grandpa played at the University of Alabama and then the old ABA. Yeah, he's been very effective shooting threes in the first two nights. And Coach Mike was uh, actually the. The men's coach at Gainesville Junior College for several years had a successful program down there. I was a trainer 
on his 78-79 team. He was the last one before they discontinued the program. That's correct. Holmes in the front court, dribbles over the far side to Glover. Glover gives it to Horton. Horton back to Holmes on the left wing. Right wing, excuse me. And give it over here to Keate. Keate to shoot the three, knocks it down. 12-2, a 10-point lead, biggest of the night. 10-point advantage for the Bears, 153 in the quarter. Chapman brings it up the court, being guarded by Andy Keate. Andy, a sophomore this year. He can shoot it, we've seen that. Griffin takes it to the hole. Goes up for the shot. Good. His first points of the night as it goes up and over. Two purple jerseys. Lover and Kirsch for and that, the basket. That was athletic. Yes, it was. He is that. That's for sure. Lover way out front being guarded by Nordholtz. Lover dribble drive. Passes over to Kirsch. Kirsch in the corner to Horton for three. Off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Pitts. Pitts will dribble up the near side. Pitts gives it over to Chapman. Chapman pulls up back to Pitts. Pitts thought about a three. Chapman, he'll shoot a three from the top of the key. In and out. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch gives it off to Holmes. Holmes will dribble it up with 104 and 32. Comes over to this side to Cooper Glover. Cooper, this side to Chiarte. Back to Glover. Glover back to Chiarte. Chiarte spots up three point. Good! Another one by Andy Chiarte. 15 4. Your lead, largest of the night. By the Bears. He was outside, Joe. Yeah, he was. He was about 24, 25 feet away for sure. Spotted him up there and he had the opening. He took it. Chapman, I think, no, that's Nelson. Banked it off the backboard in. A two-pointer, 15-6 now, 33 left. Shot clock and game clock about about the same, actually. Maybe point two or three in, in between. Holmes dribbles out front against North Holtz. He'll take it towards the basket, kicks it in the corner. Horton, Horton will shoot a three, knocks it down, 18-6. to six. Wow. They keep this garage up with three-pointers. They'll be in pretty good shape. They're up 12 with 10 seconds left in the first quarter. Shot clock is off, obviously. Chapman right across midcourt, guarded by Andy Chiarte. Chapman takes knocked away by Kirsch. No shot. They won't get it off. 18-6 after one. Cherokee Bluff. And we're back in the second quarter of the boys' championship here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. And the schools of Lakeview Academy at halftime to talk about the Lakeview Academy Girls Championship. And now Cherokee will be looking to do the same thing with their first ever title this year, number six for the Bears. Cherokee Bluff will have it to throw it in the second quarter. Holmes will throw it in to Underwood in the backcourt, guarded by Walls for Gainesville. Oh, Walls gives it over in this corner to Cooper Glover. Back to the t- Tanaka at the top of the key. Gives it over here to Underwood. Underwood 
Top of the key now, backs it out on the right wing. Going against Walls, throws it in the corner to Boston. Curse Boston got trapped and threw it away right to Xavier. We got a blocking foul, a late call on Jay Walls. Boston Curse went up, and a late call by the underneath official on Walls as Curse went to the floor. That's a college ball call right there. You know, he didn't make the shots, he called the foul. 7.38, and Cherokee Bluff will have it with 25 on the clock. Underwood will throw it in. Looking, 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 looking. Throws it to this side to Tanaka Makono. Gives it out front to Holmes. Holmes on the right wing. Holmes dribbles against pressure. Takes it in. Pushes the man off. Backs up. Shoots a two. Good. 18-20-6 now. That should have been a push-off. And he have been away. He got away with it. Oh, stolen right there from Walls. to back to from Underwood to Nataka. And Tanaka got fouled by Walls. That's going to be two. On Jay Watts. Well, right now the Elvis can't get frustrated, Joe. Yep. Now you've got the Mari Chapman coming in for Walls right here. Yeah, you can't get frustrated. You just got to peck away at this 14-point lead by the Bears, largest of the night. Underwood will throw it in with 33 on the shot clock. Looking, looking, gets it in to Cooper Glover. Cooper got it. No, he was not on the line. He said he was. He was on the white line, which is about two inches inside the black line, which is out of bounds. But either way, he says he stepped out of bounds. So it begins with basketball. Nordos throws it into Chapman. Chapman will dribble up with the left hand, switches over to the right. Guarded by Underwood. It was on the far side to Griffin. Griffin to Pitts to Chapman. Chapman to Nordos to shoot a three. Short air ball. And they knock it back in. It's going to be out of bounds off of Gainesville. And it'll be, see, uh, I keep wanting to say see the bluff, but it's Cherokee bluff. Basketball. And what's happening is too, the, the Elfers are missing those shots they hit the first two nights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Mike, we talked about it. Three games and three nights. Even though if you are playing the late game every night, still that's a little bit more than you're used to. So, can take a toll on the body, depending on what you did all day. Cherokee Bluff with the basketball. Underwood, top of the key. Thought about it. Gives it over to Holmes. Holmes will shoot a three. Not in and out. No good. And we've got a... Oh, Carlson Kirsten went up and went up and over. And Xavier Griffin's going to go the other way. He gets fouled, and he makes the shot. Boston Kirsch went up, and when he came down, fouls on number 11, Cooper Glover and Griffin. And when Boston came down, he had uh, he came down on the back of a guy who was kind of doubled over at the waist, and then Boston fell on down to the floor, kind of holding his back a little bit as he went down the floor. No foul called on that. It's 20-8, trying to make it 20-9. Griffin's high arch and free throw, no good. 6-37, to 20-8. Cherokee Bluff with the lead. And Holmes with the basketball gets knocked away by Chapman. Chapman goes in a hurry, gives it off to Nelson. Nelson lays it up, no good. He gets his own rebound. He dribbles out. Thought he got fouled. Austin Kirsch makes him dribble another way to give it off to North Oaks. Back to, to Chapman. Chapman going against Underwood. Give it over to, and they're going to call a walk on Ellis Pitts. And, you know, Ellis Pitts, I heard as I was listening last night, had that same opportunity, an open three, and he traveled with the basketball. He took two steps without putting it on the floor and travel with the basketball. Holmes gets it in to Underwood. Underwood will dribble it up the near side right in front of the score table, 6.06 in the quarter. Holmes gives it over to Kirsch, to Cooper, back in the far corner to Horton. Horton gives it out to Holmes. Holmes thought about three. He's trying to dribble it around, make something happen. He does a little bit. He's going to pull back out, shoot it from about 14, knocks down the jumper, 22-8. 
Logan Holmes is hot right now. Getting a high percentage of shots. Yep. Chapman will bring it up the floor. Murray gives it over to Griffin. Way out high over to Pitts. Back to Chapman. Chapman gives it to Nordholz, top of the key. Nordholz dribble drives into the middle. Gives it over to Pitts. Back to Chapman. Chapman goes up for two. No good. Griffin tries to get the rebound. Nordholz on the far side. Gets it and sticks it back in. 22 to 10 now. Well, who's that remind you, buddy? Oh, yeah. Little <laughs> old dad on the far side cleaning it up. Holmes on the far side, shot a three, no good. Rebounded by Griffin. Griffin gives it off to Chapman. Chatham, Chapman comes up in a hurry, gives it off over this side to Nordholz for three. A little long, rebounded by Kirsch. Five minutes on the clock. Kirsch. He's got to keep hitting that shot, though. Yep, Kirsch will bring it up, tries to dribble down on the left side, brings it into the middle, fakes him up in there, goes up for two, no good. Rebounded far side by Nordholz. Nordholz gives it off to Chapman. If that Chapman. shot had gone, him in something, Joe. Yep, Chapman. Brings it down. He's kind of dribble drive in against Underwood. He does and gets the deuce to go in. 22 to 12 and a timeout called Josh by Travis. Josh Travis, and it'll be a 30-second yeah, timeout. You, you can see that one coming, couldn't you, Joseph? Yep. You know how he likes defense. Again, Coach Travis has been a, a basketball coach for 23 years. Yep. Most of those as an assistant to Chris Faulkner up at the University of North Georgia. Back it was yep. even North Georgia Thompson State University back in those days. Then he became the head boys basketball coach at Chesapeake High, then moved over to Cherokee Bluff, and Benji Wood went down to Buford. Of course, Benji now the head boys coach at Lakeview Academy. This is his third season as head coach, and look how this team, this whole program has progressed under Coach Travis. Oh, yeah. It's, they've gotten a little better each year. They're playing his style of basketball. He loves defense. He he's got, runs a good set offense. He tries to look for the open shot, but he likes to also have his guys take it to the hole. He's got some good shooters, mid-range shooters. Logan Holmes, Tyler Underwood both can shoot it this year for sure. And bring it up. That was Underwood. Gives it out front on the far side to Andy Chiarte over to Cooper Glover. Cooper will spot up, shoot a three off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch, they're going to be a foul on someone well, right against there. What, what a great position for Boston to be in there. Yep. Foul's going to be on 23. That's going to be Xavier Griffin. That'll be Xavier's first, according to the board. And you know this guy... Griffin's got a little basketball, but he's looking to probably playing big-time college football. Yep. Oh, they throw it over the top of the head a little too high for Cooper Glover. Ellis Pitts gets the steal, goes down. Griffin gets it. Then who's going to get it? Andy Chiarte is going to come away with it down there. And then it's going to be, yep, as uh, – Boy, Ellis missed a great chance there, Joe. Ellis went up, and as Nor- as Jerky uh, Bluff got it, Ellis stepped back in but left a foot out of bounds and was trying to grab it. He said it was out of bounds. They come back in a hurry, give it to Cooper. Cooper's going to shoot another three and knocks it down. Cooper Glover, 25-12. to 12. Nelson will throw it in to Nordholtz, gives it off to Chapman. Chapman will bring it up with Underwood guarding him. Brings it across the midcourt line, 351 in the quarter, 25 on the shot clock. Nelson in the corner comes outside to Pitts. Nelson. Thought about a three. Now he takes it, goes on the far side, comes back out to Chapman on the wing. Chapman, and gets tipped from behind, stolen by Makono. Tanaka gets it to Boston Kirsch. Kirsch, she brings it up the near side, right in front of the Gainesville bench. Dribbles behind his back. Now he takes it to the basket, goes up for the last shot, no good, but the foul's out front. And I believe it's going to be on Ellis Pitts. That'll be his second. Would no, you? the foul's going to be on Nordholt, excuse me, his second. So it's almost like, you know, you look at Boston being, 
the middle of every play, and then the other guys are right there to make big plays. Mm-hmm. Get, in this, get it in, uh, in the, on the playing surface. Cooper Glover has it down low, closes out to Kiarte. Kiarte gives it back to Glover. Glover over to Underwood. Underwood, top of the key with 15. Cooper, back out to Cooper Glover. Cooper thought about a three. Now he dribbles out with 10. Nine, eight, seven. Gives it to Kiarte. Kiarte with six, five. Over to Underwood. Underwood spots up a shoots a three. No good. Rebound on the far side by Luke Nordholz. Luke goes in a hurry. Knocked away by Boston Kirsch. They went in a hurry, and Boston knocked it away from him on the far side. Defense. Yep. Defense again. As we said, defense wins championships. Boston Kirsch will come out, and KT Thompson. KT's been out injury this year and he's in the game he was told me earlier he hoped to be back by Lanier Land and here he is tonight that's good to see number 12 KT a junior plays all three major sports at Cherokee Bluff Xavier being guarded by KT they swap off right there we've got a foul out front foul's going to be on number 12 which is KT Thompson. I was about to say over and under about how long they can get a foul almost immediately <laughs> uh, within a minute for sure yes yep Amari Chapman will take it out of bounds. And they're making sure they got all their numbers right. Number 246 in the quarter. 13-point lead for the Bears, 25-12. to 12. Official will hand it to Chapman underneath the basket. Trying to look, find somebody out there to throw to. Get, throws it long to Nelson, who will shoot a three. Short. Been short or long on the threes tonight. They've been nailing those pretty proficiently tonight in the first half. They've been pretty weak on them. Out front is Underwood with the basketball. Over on the far side to Kirsch, to Kiarte, back to Kirsch at the top. Kirsch to, to Tanaka. Tanaka thought it, going to take it all the way down, throw it, a dangerous pass to Underwood on the far side. Kiarte a three, knocks another one down. That's three for Randy Kiarte, 28-12, to 16-point lead. Chapman brings it in a hurry, knocked away by Underwood. A little high dribble, Chapman took his eyeball off of it for just a second. And Tyler Underwood reached up and knocked it out of bounds. Sure. Right to Coach Josh Travis. They're bombing threes in again back on defense and causing turnovers. Yep. All right. Uh, number 12, let's see, Jay Walls, I think. No, number 15, excuse me, Jacob Griffin comes in for Luke Nordholtz. Jay Walls with the basketball, gives it off to Tyler, to Ellis Pitts. Ellis with the basketball, guarded by Thompson. Give it over on the far side. To Jacob Griffin, he shot a long three, no good, inside of bounds, off of Boston Kirsch, and it will be Gainesville's basketball, 157, and Gainesville will have it, Griffin will throw it in, and go leaning around the top, come back over to this side to Pitts, throws it in the corner to Jacob Griffin, Jacob shoots a three, no good, rebounded by, by Underwood, or excuse me, Holmes, Holmes brings it in a hurry, gives it to Kiarte, Kiarte on the wing, gives it back to Holmes, Logan, Thought about it. He'll shoot a three. Good. We're getting a great position off these passes to get threes, Joe. 31 to 12 here in the se- in the second quarter. 132 left here in the quarter. And he had a guy almost in his face. It was pretty close. I thought he was going to hold off. Chapman gets open for a two. No good. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch. He'll take his time, dribble it up. Spins in the middle, looking for minded. Fans home on the far side. Logan again for another three. 34 to 12. 22 point lead for the Bears. Wow, what a three point exhibition we're shooting, Michael. 102 
27 on this play clock, shot clock. Walls. And we had a foul as they went inside the pits and the foul from behind. See if that's going to be Kirsch. Nope, going to be number 12. It's going to be uh, KT Thompson. Well, it's Larry Musley, the old Moe's on the side of the Bears, and they just, For sure. just keep getting this. It's contagious. For sure. As we Look. say, it's viral, buddy. 56 seconds, 56.5 seconds. And Amari Chapman will take it out of bounds on the far side. Chapman gives it, he gives it in to Pitts. Pitts over to Jacob Griffin. Jacob gives it back over to Walls, to Pitts. Pitts pulls up from 15, shot. He went down, no foul call. Gaines will get it back to Pitts. Pitts, top of the key, gives it off to Walls. Walls drives in on the right side, goes up, no good, rebound. Tipped out of there, we're going to have a foul. It's going to be out of bounds. Going to be Cherokee Bluffs basketball and be a foul on number 23, I believe. Griffin again. Yep, on Gaisel. Yeah. And if that's on Griffin, that'll be his second, maybe. Yes. And so he would. And Cooper Glover will be at the line to try and extend this lead. And I'll go ahead and say, Mike, yeah, I'm surprised at the lead, the way Gainesville's played the last, last two nights. But when. Uh, when the team shoots the three like they have you this half. making shots that they are. Exactly, exactly. It's vice versa because Gaines will be making those three points, and they're not tonight. Cooper Glover at the line. Shots the first one. Oh, he hit a thud on the, right on the back of the rim, and it rolled in. Uh, you know Joe Dix and David Hawkins. So the coach of the East Hall and Flybridge going, yeah, we, we, we didn't make those shots. Exactly. Bears exactly. are. Exactly. 35-12, 37.3. Cooper Glover at the line. Second of two. Good. 36-12. And KT was out for a moment. He's going to come back in and get Kiarte's spot. And Gaines will have the basketball. Ellis Pitts looking to throw it in. He gets it in. And we got a foul on Tanaka. Yep, on the inbound. On the inbounds. He was holding on to Jay Walls as Jay was trying to circle around there and get the inbounds pass. That's only the third team foul. This quarter, by the way. Ellis will get it into. Jay, Jay will dribble it up the near side. Jay against Tanaka gets away from him. He's going to take it all the way in, a floater, and got it to go. Off the backboard, 36-14 with 23 seconds left. The shot clock is all this off now. The game clock is on with 19. Boston Kirch with the basketball. Boston dribbles, almost loses control. He goes up late, tries to throw it off the backboard, misses everything. Ellis Pitts gets the rebound with 10. Goes it back to Chapman. Chapman brings it up in a hurry. Joe tries to go across McConnell guarding him. Out to Ellis Pitts for a long three. Ellis long on it. Rebound. It's going to be tipped away, and it'll be, that'll be the end of your quarter. 36-14. Cherokee Bluff at the break. And the Bears are one half away from capturing their first ever Lanier Land Basketball Championship. We're back in two minutes. We'll talk with the head of schools of Lakeview Academy, John Simpson, whose Lady Lions won the 64th annual Lanier Land Basketball Championship. We're back in two. On 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. 
Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. And we're back here at halftime at the Palace at Johnson High School at the Blackshirt Place, site of the 64th Annual Deerland Basketball Championship. Join me, longtime friend John Simpson, who's the head of schools of Lakeview Academy. And buddy, congratulations to my girls' team winning the championship. Thank you, Mike. I just so uh, thankful. I feel so blessed right now. And it's a long time coming. We've been in the tournament since 2002, and we finally brought one to our. Uh, just wonderful Lakeview community. Uh, our fans are just so happy, and I, I just believe the community's happy too. We finally broke the curse. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, to so, me, biggest win in the school since the '04 baseball championship. I think so. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I think, you know, obviously we want to win a state championship too, and and uh, sure. and uh, I think I think we got that in sight. But uh, just so happy for Coach Ken Huffman and uh, just our our whole. Lakeview family, just um, our athletic director, Deuce Roark, and assistant AD, Derek Fadul, and chairman of the board, Alan Nivens. I mean, we just, <clears throat> we got great people that work um, at Lakeview, and I'm just proud to be a part of this incredible family, and just so happy for uh, Ken Huffman and and our, and our girls. Our girls have just, um, you know, we lost to North Hall um, well, two years ago yep. at their place, a heartbreaker, and uh, the girls have just, they, they just, been working hard and they've been so hungry for uh for this championship and I, i'm just uh i'm so happy for them i, I really am happy for the girls their parents and really uh, all everybody in the lakeview community it just uh it's a it's a great great night for lakeview academy and girls basketball that's for sure oh absolutely i was telling that you know time flies and hurry remember back in 2011 at this very building john carrick said we're not good enough to even be compared to be in the linear land and didn't play and then from that time how that program was been built is incredible, John. That's right. Yeah, and that was that, that was a Buster Brown and, and John Carrick was brought Buster, us back. Uh, Buster, yeah, thank yeah, you, Buster but, okay. yeah, yeah, and uh, Buster Brown um, made that decision. John Carrick changed it, and and, and, and here we are. And um, you know, John did a great job for our girls' program. We're blessed to have him as a coach, and and Ken as uh, also Karen Tolls. Karen Tolls was a part of that, and uh, last year doing the excellent job she did. Now Ken Huffman's time and. We're pretty blessed, you know. I think Lakeview basketball uh, did an excellent job um, this in this tournament, and we, we won five out of six games. And so I'm proud of Benji Wood and and and, and the boys' program too. So close to them. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. I mean, you know, the flat the fact that we only lost to Cherokee Bluff by by two, and, and they're up now uh, pretty big against Gainesville. Um, uh-huh. Almost, uh huh. Almost. Well, the uh, thing about it is, you won a Linear Land Championship. That's the first. You're number one in the state in class AAA in the GIAA. Yeah. I don't see anybody beating you. And this this showcase right here, the big stage for these girls, it's got to help going into region play in the GIAA. It does. 
you know, winning is, is fun. And that's great. But I think what's so fun about these girls is they truly love each other. Uh, they they, they want to be around each other, and they work hard in the classroom. I mean, you know, they, they really – really study hard and, and love hard and 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 they and they and they're very thankful for all the fans too they appreciate you this is just a special group and uh, this is a win to remember it really oh, no is no doubt about it this is what we've talked for a long long time about this and i go back again to the old four baseball state championship this right here is this the next step to me winning a state championship in the GIAA? and with that uh, i sent emails y'all and we're looking at finishing up our regular season on february 9th with y'all at the Walters Athletic Center against Loganville Christian. This is what we do in the state tournament. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I, the GIAA League has been wonderful, and there's some hard teams. And, uh, you know, last year we made it to the Final Four and, and didn't, didn't you know, make it to the state championship. We wanted to, and we hope this year we can – we can change that, and um, you know, but we want to win the region first. Speaking of the Final Four, remember the day back when late you made the Final Four back in the day in Macon? Oh yeah, yeah, that was, you know, that was Buster Brown when he did that, and uh, I can remember Buster a, or not. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was that was. Uh, I want to say it was. Uh, and these two girls you got now, the big girls, remind me of those girls you had from Forsyth County. And we late you. It made the Final Four that year. You yeah, remember? yeah. No, I tell you, it's just. Deuce Roark's done a great job as athletic director and and just uh, encouraging coaches, loving coaches. We're just one big family at Lakeview, and I, I'm just uh, I'm honored to work at, at such an incredible uh, institution. Uh, I love. I uh, don't feel like I'm working. I feel like I just uh, uh, enjoy each day that I get up, uh, get to get to um, spend some time in a special place at uh, Lakeview Academy. What's so special is these girls. They, they're true student athletes. We look they at are. What, what, they are. Lakeview's going to be academics now you got athletes going with it but that's right it's special and these girls hopefully have, have, have shown that uh that you can do both because they're doing it and uh you know it's it's uh it's not easy but uh it's definitely doable and they're stretching their minds but also uh stretching athletically too and i'm proud of them so proud of them tonight all right getting ready to go back to ghsa one day was that ready to get back at the GHSA? And, and no, play? I don't know. I, I, we're happy where we're at right now, but GHSA, GIA, we won the Lanierland tournament. There you and go. That's the point, buddy. That's yeah, right. That's so it, my friend. Yeah. All right, come in. Congratulations. Thank you so much. We'll Thank see you, you soon. Okay. Thanks so much, Mike. Be Thanks blessed, for all man. You do for our community. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, brother. I'll be blessed. We'll talk to you soon. You John Simpson, he's the head of schools of Lakeview Academy. We're back with the second half in one minute here on 97.5 Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call, and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Back here at halftime, Joe's back with us here, getting ready for the second half of what we have seen 
Something special take place in that, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, and we're you know if if it, this run continues for the Bears, it'll it'll be quite something, won't it? That's for sure. The um, you know for stats here to have games behind, Mari Chapman has got four points. Brandon, uh, Brandon Nelson's got two. Luke Norholtz two. Jay Walls two. And Xavier Griffin four for their fourteen. For the Cherokee Bluff Bears, for the 35, you got Bryce Horton with three, Boston Kirsch with two, three for Tyler Underwood, nine from Andy Chiarte, all on threes, Logan Holmes with ten, and Cooper Glover with nine. And the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight threes by Cherokee Bluff in the first half and zero by Gainesville in the first half. So a big difference in what Gainesville did last night and what they're doing tonight. And, uh, you know, the, the Bears, if they keep this streak up on threes, now you figure they're going to go cold, but you don't want to jinx them. But if they keep shooting the three that way, you know, hey, well, they're looking pretty good. What does Josh Travis do at halftime here? Does he say, okay, guys, you've got this thing. Let's go ahead and play defense and keep, you know, keep things going, maybe it'll slow it down, or you just say, Keep it going. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna tell them to keep it going for at least for this quarter for sure. Yep. You know you're up 22 as the final seconds run out here in the first half. Names will have the ball first. Ellis Pitts will take it out. I talked to his mom down there a few minutes ago. He got a hug and so I'm happy now. Get it inbounds to Jay Walls. Jay Walls dribble drives goes over the top. And he's going to be fouled by Cooper Glover as he goes by. And that's exactly what you kind of figure that Coach Gibbons is going to have his team do, Mike, is attack yes. the ball, attack the basketball, attack the, the, the goal. And that foul was on Cooper Glover. That's the second, I think, on Cooper. And it is 7.53, just beginning, 22-point lead. Still a 22-point lead as Walls misses the first one. Well, you say attack. You wonder how that element defense is going to attack. Exactly. You may see a different defense here. Wall shoots the second one and makes it 36-15. First points of the second half. He's playing a full court man-to-man. Got a foul right off the bat on Walls, and that might be his third. It is. And if it is, that'll be, let's see, showing 12. Yep, that's three on him. <clears throat> Underwood trying to get open. He does. A little spin move. And the Walls reaching there again. Yes. That's going to be on Walls. Yep, and that's going to be four on Walls. And he's got to sub him out. Now Chapman will be out, and Walls will be out for the remainder of this quarter, I figure, for sure. At least. Chapman in. Holmes to throw it in to Underwood. He does. Gets it in the backcourt. New shot clock down at 32. Underwood gives it over to Glover, to Tanaka, to Kirsch. Far side to Holmes. Back to Kirsch for three. Boston in and out. Rebounding by Griffin. Griffin. Gives it over to Chapman. Chapman runs with it. Comes up this way. Gives it over to Nelson. Nelson runs in there. Shoots a two. No good. Rebound. Going to be tossed back in after the shot. Ellis Pitts gets it. Ellis a 15-footer. No. Throws it in there to Griffin underneath. And Xavier throws it down. Not throws it down. It goes up for an easy layup. 36-17. First three points of this half by Gainesville. 7-10 left here in the quarter. Holmes with the basketball. Logan. Trying to create some. Oh, knocked away from beautiful knock away there by Nelson. Gives it over to the far side to Chapman. Run out. Gets the layup going the other way. Quick timeout. 30 seconds by Josh Travis. Yep. Defense again. Joe setting up the offense for the yep. elephants. Yep. Cut it. Now, you're thinking, well, he only cut it to 17. Well, Josh Travis knows what he's doing, folks. He's going to call the timeout right there and regain that defensive pressure 
and tell them to take their time on offense. As you can see the run coming. Yep. We said about East Hall so many times. Elephants do the same thing. Exactly. And they did that against East Hall the other night, and they did it last night. And it, that's the thing, Gaines. We'll get on in one of those 10-0, 12-0, 15-0 runs, get them right back in the game. Well, you never know. You, you know, the is almost like Tarzan calling for the elephants. You see them hurt, hurt coming, and that's what they mm-hmm. can do here. Exactly. Exactly. So right. you look, the, the Bears got to do the same thing in the first half. You got to get some momentum here to, to start things off in the second half. You'll have Logan Holmes will throw it in just under seven minutes here. Just played a minute in two seconds. Underwood with the basketball now in the backcourt. Gives it over to Chapman, has his own defense. Underwood brings it up, gives it off to Cooper Glover. Cooper on the left wing. Cooper goes towards the basket. Jump stop. Throws it up on top. No good. Tip it up. Rebound Gainesville. Ellis pitched with the board. Ellis at 6-4, comes back the other way. Ellis looks, gives it off to Chapman. Chapman, this side to Nordhost. Nordhost dribble drives into the corner, throws on the far side, knocked away by Logan Holmes. Quick hands as he came through and knocked it up, knocked over in the first row. A young lady over there is laughing now. She caught that one. She said, hey, I got in the game. Souvenir. Yep. Unfortunately, she's on the front row and has to throw it back to the left row. <laughs> Holmes out, Chiarte in the game, 631. Get it in to Pitts. Pitts over to Nelson. Nelson guarded by Chiarte. That's a double dribble. Yeah. He had dribbled it. He picked it up. And when he dribbled again, I thought, and then the official called it. So I was thinking correctly. That you can't do that. That's right. And back in the old days, we would have started that chant, wouldn't we? <laughs> you can't do that. Cherokee Bluff throws it in. Glover to Underwood in the backcourt. Underwood will bring it across. Pressure by Chapman. Oh, and he dribbles right to Chapman. And it's going to be a foul on number 15, which is Underwood. That'll be his second. Yeah, called his, the offensive. Yeah, he pushed him when he went up to get it and lost control because Chapman knocked it away from him. He went up to get it and pushed Chapman off. And that's going to be, they say, three now on Tyler Underwood. Surprised it didn't sub right there for him. Don't need to get a cheapen right here, Tyler. Throws in the corner to Nordholz for three. Nordholz off the rim. No good. Rebound by Griffin. Griffin throws it outside to Pitts. Pitts wheels around. He's got the basketball. He throws it outside to Chapman. Chapman for three. No good. Rebound. Now, who was that underneath? That was Nordholz tipped it up and then from underneath. They're getting second chances underneath. Didn't get that in the first half, and they're getting them now. They've cut it to 15, folks, 36-21. In fact, the Bears have not scored this half. They throw it back in. North Holt, or excuse me, Pitts got it. Threw it right back to Boston. Kirsch, Kirsch takes it up. Reverse layup. Good. Up and under from the right side to the left side with the right hand. Dipsy do. And made it go. First basket with two and a half minutes gone here for the Bears. 38-21. Brandon Nelson gives it off to Amari. Amari has it knocked out of bounds from behind by Tyler Underwood. Get the quick hands by the Bears. Now you've got uh, Holmes is going to get uh, Underwood right here. You and I had the advantage of seeing them play two weeks ago tonight. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And get it inside to Xavier. Xavier gives it over to Nordholz to Pitts. Back to Luke. Luke over this side to Brandon Nelson. Nelson pulls up from 16 to walk in call. As Chiarte stayed on the floor. Andy not only shoots the three well, he, he's good about staying on the floor and not getting caught up in the air playing defense. Well, Nelson and Nordholz can't hit a three. Yep. Now they go the other way. Cooper Glover has the basketball. He beat Nordholz going down the floor. He'll pull up, shoot about a six-footer. No good. Rebound by Glover. Cooper gets his own, kicks it down the corner to Andy. Andy Chiarte for three short. Rebound by Kirsch. Kirsch, they're going to yep, they call a travel, and that's what he did. He hopped up and came down with it. He didn't think he had control, but he did. It was in his hands. 
Well, now Luke Nordholz will take it out of bounds with 4.59 here. And the Bears by 17. Chapman has the basketball. He'll walk it up. Going against McConaugh in the front court now. Chapman pulls up, throws it over the top. No good. Rebounded by Kirsch. Kirsch gives it over here to Cooper Glover. Cooper will dribble up the left side. Cooper going against Nordholz. Looks to give it to Chiarte. Nobody's there. Finally, Andy gets open. Good defense by Chapman. Gives it back to Costin Kirsch with 22. Boston way outside on the right wing. Boston wants to dribble dive. He does. Gets caught. Going to throw it away. Not throw away, but falls away. Throws it up, but he gets called for a traveling violation. McConnell will come out, and Bryce Horton will come in the game for the Bears. There too, the Bears have not gone very deep in their lineup either tonight. Well, they've only gone about eight, eight or nine deep. So is Gainesville. 38-21, 4.22 in the quarter. Ellis Pitts with the basketball. Got a screen from Griffin. Shot from 17. No good. Rebound. Nice, Griffin. Griffin got the rebound and his stick back. He missed the first one. He stood right there and went right back up, and the stick back was good. Holmes with the basketball going against Brandon Nelson. Goes in the corner to, to Kirsch. Kirsch with a dribble drive. Throws it up off the rim. No good. Rebounded by Pitts. Pitts, 38-23, 15-point lead now. Pitts with the basketball, dribble drive, pulls back out, gives it over here on this side to Nelson. Nelson, he dribbles up there, pulls up from 17, knocks it down from about the elbow, about a foot outside there, 38-25. Cooper Glover with the basketball into the front court. He's going to take it all the way to the right, goes up, and he got fouled by Griffin. That'll be his third. He saw the opening and went all the way in, and Xavier didn't have a choice, but they bump him a little bit there trying to make the block. That's going to be three on Xavier. And that's going to affect their defense right yes. there, Joe. Yep. And three, let's see. As Luke comes over to the side to talk to one of the assistants and Coach Gibbons, Cooper's first free throw is good. Used the front and the back for him, but he went in. Either way, the, it did. The Bears win, but they got hit every free throw. Yep. Exactly right. They've been outscored this quarter 11 to 3. Second one is short. Comes off. That big Xavier Griffin gets that one, gives it over to Chapman. Chapman comes up the left side. Comes over to this side to Nordholz. Nordholz dribble drives inside. Oh, and the Dipsy dude got the point and the foul. Luke went up and under like Dad used to do and probably like Grandpa used to do. Up and under, got the basket and the foul. The foul was on showing Andy Chiarte, yeah, his first. You know, I imagine if you go to YouTube, you can find an old ABA film of Mike Nordhose, you're going to see that very play. He was a left-hander when he played. Let's see what Chris or Mike can um, – I get it right in a minute. Luke. Luke. <laughs> Chris, Mike, who else we got there? Miss Beverly, Grandma, see what he can do right here. Luke will stand in, try to complete the old-fashioned three and does. Beautiful shot. Holmes gets it into Underwood. Underwood will drip it up against pressure against Chatham. Chapman, 325 and a quarter. They'll cut it to 11 now. Over in the corner to KT. KT gives it over to Holmes. Holmes being guarded right out front by Nelson. Holmes will take it in. A little floater from eight. No good. Rebound by Griffin. Xavier's going to run the floor. He brings it up. KT makes him stop. Thought they had a walk. Oh, and they do have a walk. He traveled with it before he got stopped. He's wiggled that toe a little too much. Well, two yeah. football players going right at that time. <laughs> exactly. KT cut in front of him, made him pick up his dribble, and when he did, he took one little extra shuffle there and got the traveling violation. 
And Holmes into Underwood. Underwood will take it to the far side with three minutes exactly in the quarter. KT tried to set a pick, didn't need it. Comes over to the side to Boston. Boston spins in the middle. Little short jumper, no good. They've gone cold in this quarter. KT tries to save it. They can't do it. It's out of bounds. It'll be Gainesville's basketball. You have Tanaka will come in for Boston. Boston says, hey, coach, I need a breather. Cooper Glover will come in for Bryce Horton, who had been in. Oh, excuse me. Uh, let's see. Cooper comes in for Bryce. Yeah. And Cooper Boston staying in the game. Tanaka going against Chapman. Chapman has the basketball. Gives it over to Pitts. Pitts with a screen from Griffin. Pitts brings it up high. Goes up to the shot. Good. Off the backboard and good. Gets it in to Tanaka. Tanaka will throw it. Bring it up the far side. 39-30. The closest it's been in a while, Michael. 39-30. 39 points. Give it over to Holmes. Holmes. Dribble drive. Goes all the way to the basket. Up underneath. Got fouled by Brandon Nelson. The old thing is now you're in the single digits. Yep. And you knew they are going to have a run. They've made that run so far this third quarter. Outscoring them 16-3 to so far. 2.23 left in the quarter. Holmes, first free throw, good. Rattles it in. Yeah, they got to keep that up. They'll have to hit them all if they want to win this game, that's for sure. Second free throw. Is up. Good. 41-30. 2.23 in the quarter. Chapman in a hurry up here to Nordholz. Nordholz goes inside to Griffin. Griffin fakes, spins to the inside, goes up. No basket, but got fouled by Kirsch. Yeah, I thought, I thought on the spin move, I don't know if he got a call for Walt, but got the foul. He put it, he, he, when his spin move, he was good to put it on the floor, which was, you know, kept him from walking with it. He caught it, did a nice job to post him, knew he was going, turning into the right, put it on the floor hard and went up. He'll shoot two. The first one by Xavier is off the backboard and good. 10-point game. It all counts, baby. That's for sure. Even if you do bank them in. So Underwood back in for KT Thompson. Second free throw by Xavier is up there. And rim no good. Rebound by Tanaka. Tanaka will give it to Cooper Glover. 2-14 in the quarter. Cooper will bring it up against Nordholz. Cooper in the front court. Gives it off to Holmes. Holmes looking to drive. Comes around to the top of the key. Pulls it back out. He shoots a three. Got it. One. He got fouled. Holy mackerel. He was a step back. Shot it. And I believe that was Nelson got in his face. And when he did, he let it go in nothing but the bottom and got fouled. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Go for the four-point play. Nelson committed the foul his second. Wow. Four-point play right there. That's only the, maybe the second one, maybe the first one we've seen this year, Michael. Exactly. Especially in the Lanierland. Uh, for sure. For sure. 45-31. They've stretched it back out from nine back out to 14 now. 156 in the quarter. Tanaka guarding Chapman. Chapman gives it over to Ellis Pitts. He gets a pick from Griffin. Pitts trying to bring it in. Spins into the middle. Goes over in the corner to Chapman. Chapman's going to shoot a three. Got it. First three of the night. Chapman hits it. Now we've got a timeout, 32nd. Called, I think, by Coach Gibbons. Good timeout for him, too. Yep, 32nd, and they're going to say, I'm waiting. Yep, yep, they're going to say, I think Coach Gibbons called it. 
Well, you see what that three ball can do to get you back into the game. Oh, yeah. That other other yeah. end, that big, huge four-point play. Yep. Got to exactly. mark that over that one. For sure. For sure. It, it's one of those things, Mike, that, that if you continue to hit the three, it, it makes the other team have to either match you or get basically get two two-pointers for your three every time down. You know, it's, that's why defense is so important. Yeah, exactly though. right. Exactly right. Uh, it's the 64th annual at Irland Invitational Basketball Tournament, the boys' championship. Games are looking for their seventh championship in eight years. Bluff looking for their first ever title. They have been a school for how long, Michael? Six years. Six years. Maybe some a good uh, feather in the cap for that bunch. Cherokee Bluff has it. They'll bring it up. Cooper Glover far side. Brings it up, brings it to the middle now. He wants to go inside, and he got a blocking foul called on Ellis Pitts as he went to the back doors at Northolts. Yeah, he went to the basket with a little out of control, but Cooper's a lot of time is out of control as he went in. Cooper Glover kind of rode him in, got underneath him, and created a foul. And now Ellis Pitts comes out and talks to the official and says, hey, I think he might have pushed off a little bit too, ref. Good teammate right there trying to help a little bit. 134 and a quarter. Cooper will be at the line to shoot two. First what? free throw, in and out. Do what, Mike? Because they're waiting for it. He was waiting yeah. to see what was going to happen. No, he, was, he, he had stopped and was waiting and was waiting. And then he back room, front room, and bounced away. You need this one. Two dribbles, a deep knee bend. Off the rim. No, oh, Boston Kirsch went up, tipped it, but the man got under him, and it went back over to Amari Chatham. Chapman. And then we got an offensive foul on the big man, Xavier, and that's a good call as look like Cooper Glover or Andy Chiarte picked it up. So that's, that's going to be four on him. And now Coach Gibbons has got to go with number 15, Jacob Griffin. In that late in the quarter, Joe, <coughs> yeah. what, a, what a time to get the fourth foul. One, one, one and a half minutes right there. And he just attacked the basket, which you want him to do, but you got to be careful. And they got back, the Bears did. And played good defense right there under the basket and drew the charge. If Xavier just pulls up and shoots the J, he doesn't have that problem. Exactly. Cooper keeps it in the corner to Bryce Horton for three. Bryce short. Rebounded by Holmes. Holmes stolen away, and we got a hell ball. Good job in there by Ellis Pitts. As Holmes came in with it, Ellis was right beside him and reached in and put his hands on there and so forced the hell ball. 45-34, 114 in the quarter. It'll be the bluffs. Basketball. Looking to get it in. Looking to get to Glover. Glover has the basketball out front here on the left wing. Way out front near the elbow. Gets it back. He goes to the basket. Goes in with a left hand. Good. Kind of a fadeaway. Threw it up late off the glass and got it to go. 47-34 with one minute exactly here in the third quarter. Far side to Ellis Pitts. Ellis Pitts brings it down the right side. Lettuce goes it. Swatted away. Boston curse with a block. We'll have the last 52.7, Tanaka, uh, Makono, and KT Thompson comes back in the game for Kiarte and somebody. And somebody must have got hit down there. So, oh, we got a cramp on one of the Gainesville players. In game, Joe, what's happened is this has not happened to Gainesville first two nights of this tournament. Say again, sir. This has not happened to Gainesville first two nights of this tournament. Exactly. They either had the lead, been building on the lead or whatever the whole time. And so, yeah, and the Gainesville player went down and got a cramp. And immediately the young lady that's the trainer provided by Northeast Georgia Medical Center is out there working because he's got a cramp and a half. Well, I heard Coach Gibbons talking about it. He said the, <laughs> the biggest thing after last night, mm-hmm. getting ready for night, was to be hydrated. Ooh, Ellis Pitts is the man. Now the, one of the deputies 
SRO guys helping out, good for them. And got one of the trainer, the trainers out there, another trainer out there. You know, yeah, it looks like a cramp. Way he's holding that toe, that left toe up, Mike. It's a cramp on that. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, they're going to bring him over here to the sideline, the trainer and one of the other players. And hydrate. One thing I've really, really been pleased with and appreciated that we didn't have back in my day because it was me and a couple other guys that were the manager trainers of the team. Uh, is, is you've had a trainer presence from Atlanta Rehab this week. It's been great. Oh, a nice big three-pointer from Amari Chapman deep in the corner over here That's in front of us. 47-37 with 42 seconds. Holmes with the basketball. Pulls up from the free throw line just a little long. KT Thompson battles for the rebound. Out to Boston Curse. Boston gets over to Logan. Logan, a three-pointer in and out. Rebound. Going to be Gainesville and a foul on KT Thompson. I think that's three on KT. It must be that rim because I'm telling you, yeah. both teams have had trouble hitting the three ball from that side yeah, of that exactly. one big three with a foul for the Bears here in this quarter. Well, it, isn't it funny how you can really just, you know, we saw it North Hall and Cedar Shoals a, a few weeks ago. North Hall oh, yeah. hit everything in the first half, and the second half went cold. Hey, we saw it with the Bears and the, the Vikings that's two true. weeks ago mm-hmm. tonight. Mm-hmm. First free throw up there by Luke Nordholtz is good. 47-38. Look what Alford did a three ball with East Hall. Yep. Trying to cut it to eight, which will be the closest it's been since early in the contest. Second one's up, and he does. 47-39. You'll have Horton and Kiarte coming back in for Thompson and Makono. Well, they they always think they can get back in this thing, Joe. Yep. They'll pick up full court, trying to get somebody open right there, and they get it to Underwood on the far, under the curse on the far side, and a foul by Jacob Griffin as they come down the court, and they're going to go the other end because there's the, both teams in the double this quarter. Go back to the free throw line. And from the official standpoint, and I will echo from the radio announcers, I'm glad that that bonus thing recycles every quarter. <laughs> well, we'll be shooting the bonus the rest of the night. So, uh, but at the same time, you're still seeing a lot more fouls oh, yeah. in the game. Yeah, we are. Boston's first one is off the rim and no good. Oh, so they missed free throws. Yep. You got to hit them, Bears. Ellis solved the cramp. He'll come back in for Jacob Griffin. They give him a hand, folks. And they are. Big red scattered out. Purple scattered out around. Sure, a lot of well, the basketball second one's good. Back. And we've got Thompson and McConnell coming back in with 28.8 defense offense. Yep. Swapping out right there, as we often call it in games. That's what it is. Pitts gets it in to Chapman. Chapman runs up in a hurry. That's not backcourt. And everybody that knows the rule knows he can put one foot across as long as he's still got one of the three points in backcourt. He's fine. Chapman, dazzle, dazzle. Boston Kirsch steals it with 15. Kirsch up the right side. Kirsch gets it over to Hold it. KT. Kirsch has it with nine. Kirsch pulls it back out, looks to go inside. He does. Gets a layup. That's what run the last second play, Joe. A three-point shot, and it's no good. 50-39 at the end of three. And Cherokee Bluff one quarter away from making history. We're back in the fourth quarter for the 64th annual Lanierland Tournament here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Not sure who it is. It is the fourth and final quarter of the three-day Lanier Land Basketball Tournament Boys Championship. Both teams looking to make history of games and wins. They would tie East Hall for the most titles in the history of this event, and the Bears looking for their first Lanier Land Championship. Well, and, and right there on that last little inter- interchange or whatever it was down there at the end, Mike, when they had that last shot, another cramp, and it looks like it's the right leg of whichever player it is. I'm not sure if that's Ellis or I don't see Ellis on the bench, so it may be Ellis again on the far side. And you talked about dehydration being a factor. I mean, yep. You know, the main thing I would have told, told the guys today, and that's, that, that is Ellis, I do believe. Yeah, number three. Oh, wow. No, that's, uh, yeah, that's Ellis Pitts. I would have told them all day, I said, you drink three or four Gatorades regardless today. Oh, sure. You know, regardless of what else you Big drink. Big ones. Yeah, don't drink tea, don't drink Coke, drink Gatorades and water all day long today, brother. Yeah, now they're going to go in and do some do some work on that calf. That was on his right calf right then. They get him up, so we'll start again. Start the fourth and final quarter. Can the Bears hold on? The Bears up by 11. They got outscored 25 to 14 that quarter by Gainesville. Gainesville with the basketball. They come up. You got Walls in back in the game with four fouls. They give it off to Chapman. Chapman goes up underneath. Got the got the layup good over Underwood. Underwood gets it. He'll go the other way from Cooper. Go over to Kirsch. Kirsch with a floater in and out rebounded by Griffin. Big Xavier comes down and gives it over to Jay Walls. Walls, this side, gives it over to Brandon Nelson. Brandon looks to go down to Xavier. He does. Brandon lost control, got it outside. Back to Walls. Walls looks to go inside, kicks it in the corner. Back outside to Chapman. Chapman on the far side being guarded by Holmes. This side to Nelson. Nelson for three. Knocks it down. His first. 50-44, a six-point game, Michael. Now we got a game. Two possessions. Boston Kirsch with the basketball, taking it to the rack. He does a floater, no good, over the top. Got to use the backboard, young man, to come in a hurry. That's going to be Walls. He kicks it in the corner to Nelson for three. In and out, no good. Rebounded, the big man, and a foul on the big man. That'll be his fifth. Joe, we saw the same thing two weeks ago tonight when the Vikings made that big run at Valhalla, remember? Yep, sure did. And the Bears have got to take care of the business. And Griffin went up. Pitts is bound to be back on the floor again. <laughs> Nick Xavier's out of the game now. That's his fifth foul as he went up. Had two purple jerseys right with him as he went up there. Referee called a foul on Xavier. That'll be his fifth. And that'll be without him the rest of the night to see what the Red Elephants do to combat his absence. Holmes looking to get it in. Good defense by Gainesville right there. Got it in finally to Holmes back, or to Underwood back to Holmes, but over to Cooper Glover. Cooper dribbles up the far side. Down the right, guarded by Nordholz. Cooper behind the black. He wants to take it to the right. He does. Pulls up, shoots it. No good. They've got a lid on it down there. Rebound. Boston Curse tries to get it. And then Gainesville slides in there. Nordholz does to force the hell ball. That'll be the Bears basketball now with 644. Six-point lead. Gainesville, or Bears, with as much as a, what, 18, 19-point lead in this game? 
Oh, was it 20? Remember? That's, that's right. Was it 20? And now they've come back, cut it to six, as we figured they may. And get it inside to Underwood. Underwood that deep in the corner looking. He's going to shoot a three. Good. No. I thought it was good. And hit the rim. Bounced off the front. It's going to be a foul on number 11, Cooper Glover. On the rebound. Yep. Came. Going to be a timeout called, a full timeout called by Cherokee Bluff. We'll take it with it. We're back in one minute from Johnson High School here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Back here at Johnson High, the 64th annual Lanerland Tournament. Gainesville Chapman has it thrown away or knocked away off of Gainesville out of bounds. Chapman went up for the shot. It got partially knocked away, and then Ellis Pitts rolled off his leg out of bounds. Cherokee Bluff will have the basketball, 625 left in regulation. Underwood with the basketball. Underwood dribbles up against Chapman. Chapman over to, excuse me, Gets it over to Glover. Glover back to Boston. Kirsch. Boston back outside, guarded by Pitts. Kirsch looking for somebody to get open. Gets it into Glover. Glover, an offensive foul on Glover. And Luke Nordholtz picked that one up. And Glover, a little bit too much right shoulder that time. Well, the Bears have got plenty of control, Joe. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Tanaka and KT will come back in for Kiarte and Cooper right here. Luke Nordholz will throw it in with 6.06 remaining. And then regulation gets it in to Walls in the backcourt. Walls playing with four fouls also. Walls will bring it up, goes around the right side, goes up to the layup, partially blocked by Kirsch. Over to Underwood. Underwood will bring it up. He's trying to get in. Nice pass over to Boston. Boston goes up, misses the layup. Him and Piss were fighting for it. Ellis comes away with it. Ellis over to Chapman. Back to Ellis. Ellis will dribble up the court. Pitts. Kicks it in the corner over here to Walls. Walls tries to go across. KT Thompson steps in front and intercepts the pass. Gives it to Logan Holmes with 5.32. Holmes brings it across midcourt, gives it over to Underwood. Underwood stands in the corner, waiting to run the offense. Underwood gets it over to Boston Curse. Boston dribbles with the left hand between the circles. We're going to run the clock down there at 19. They want to run clock now. I'm not a big fan of this. I'd rather you be playing like you did in the first half. Instead of slowing it down, waiting, trying to But the shots aren't shot. going, though, buddy. Exactly. They go up for the shot, and he got it. He created a little contact. The defense backed off, and he got it to go. Dead Boston Kirsch, 52-44. First bucket in a few minutes for the Bears. Far side to Nordholtz. Nordholtz to Pitts to Chapman to Nelson. Nelson around the top. Back over to Walls. Walls dribbles down the right side, and he got an illegal screen. 
On who? On Gainesville. And that's going to be on zero, Chapman. <laughs> KT trying to fight through, and Chapman moved on it. And when he did, that's his fourth. They'll have to bring in number 10, Marco Brown. Marco, a sophomore, first action of the evening. He's going to come in for Ellis Pitts. He's already had one player foul out, two with four on the court for Charlemagne Gibbons. Ellis is, is having a tough time with those cramps right now, both legs. He's grabbing him pretty bad. That's tough on an athlete, Mike. You and I both know that. Oh, absolutely. Underwood dribbles up across midcourt, gets it over to Kirsch on the right wing. Kirsch dribbles into the middle. Floater going away from Oh, my goodness. He's going away from right left. Throws it against his body for the little baby shot right over the top there. 54-44, 10-point lead now, 425. Walls to Chapman. Chapman, right wing. Comes around this side, top of the key. Going to take it to the rack. Oh, he got to have a foul on Underwood. That might be five. Yeah, foul's going to be on Tyler, and that's going to be five on Tyler Underwood, Ooh. I think. Is that five or four? No, that's four. It's just four. That's My bad. I thought. I thought it was five. I, I thought they held up five down at the bench. I always kind of look at the bench or the table. Can't see the table tonight, but just four on Tyler. I don't know what that cheer was about, but okay. Amari Chapman at the line. So shoot two. First one's up. Good. Cut it to nine. Now you've got Glover coming in for Underwood. Glover, I think, has three. And you'll save Tyler. Yeah. He's an important card. He three last night against North Hall. Yes, he did. Chapman. Dribbles a couple times, takes a deep breath. Dribbles three more times. All the while, his eyes are glued on that rim, and he missed it. Rebound on this side, and... That was by Nelson. Nelson caught it, thought he was going to be out of bounds, threw it back in right two. Bounce, tried to bounce it off a Bears player and went back into a Bears player who caught it. Kirsch on the offensive side, has the basketball, tries to go inside, almost stolen. A little baby jumper, good. They're going inside, Joe, three yep. straight times. Giving it to Boston with that easy or soft touch. Boston, a junior, 56-45, 11-point lead with 345. Chapman. Gives it over to the new man, Marco Brown. Over the walls to Nordholtz. Nordholtz. Nordholtz trying to go to the basket. He does. He's going to have a foul on KT Thompson. And KT's like, no. Boston's, Boston's shoving him out of the way and say, I got him, real." <laughs> In all his fouls, his quarter, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Did, did he play the second quarter at all? He just came in this quarter. If he did, he's, all his fouls have been here. I think so. Yeah. Luke Nordos at the line, trying to hit two of them. First one is good. 56-46, 10-point advantage. You'll have number 15, Jacob Griffin, coming back in the game from, game from Marco Brown. Jacob, a junior, wears number 15 for the Red Elephants. 3.34 and a quarter. Second free throw up. Good. 56-47, 9-point advantage for the Bears. Logan Holmes will bring it up against Chapman. Brings it up the right side. That left-handed pass way over to Kirsch. Nice pass. Kirsch has it. Looks to dribble drive. Spins in the middle. What they're going to have? They're going to have a foul out front. No basket. Going to have a foul in there on number two. Brandon Nelson hit him, and it'll be out of bounds. And Cherokee Bluffs basketball. 56-47, 3:21 in the quarter. Looking to get it in. That's Glover. Get finds Tanaka. Tanaka goes up, misses it bad. 
And he tried to go up and rush it a little bit. They come in a hurry coming this way. Jacob Griffin for the layup. No good, but he got a foul. And I think they called on Logan Holmes, and Logan's kind of looking around in disbelief. Yeah, they're going to call on Logan Holmes, and Logan's looking around like, hmm, okay. I didn't think I did that, but okay. They'll shoot two more. Well, the big thing here is time management, Joe. Yep. 3-14, nine-point advantage, trying to cut it to seven. First one is no good. Still at nine, 56-47 with 3-14. You'll have Nordholz coming back in. And that's still three possessions. Mm -hmm. Second one is up. Rolls around no good. Nordholz almost got his own rebound. Tanaka got it. He almost got it, and they finally had to call the foul. That went on. That Jacob Griffin almost got his own rebound. They had to call the foul on Jacob because he went in there and dislodged Tanaka from where he was right there, and Tanaka lost control of the basketball, and he was about to walk. So didn't really bail him out. That was a good call. Holmes will throw it into Cooper Glover. Cooper being guarded in the backcourt by Nordholtz. Cooper brings it into the front court. Looks, takes it in. Wrap around it to Naka. Back out in the corner to Holmes. Holmes for three. No good. Rebound. Tipped up. Rebound on the far side by Nelson. Nelson will bring it up at 255. Gives it over to Chapman. Chapman on the near side. Right wing. Gives it over here. Timeout. It's going to be a full timeout by Coach Gibbons. And we're back in one minute with the 64th Annual Lanierland Tournament Championship on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to reelect Lee Hawkins. It's come down to the final two minutes of play for the Lanierland Championship. Two, two minutes, 48 seconds. Left here in the fourth. 56-47. Cherokee Bluff will be on defense as Amari Chatham. Chapman will throw it in from right in front of his bench. Chapman looking, 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 looking. Throws it in the backcourt to Trey Walls. Jay guarded by Tyler Underwood out front. Gets it over here to Brandon Nelson. Brandon back to Nordholz for three. Luke's back off the backboard. No good. Good rebound by Tanaka. Gets it over to Logan Holmes. Logan will dribble up under control. Guarded by Chapman. Gives it off to Cooper Glover over to Tanaka. Tanaka to Underwood. Far side to Boston Kurtz. Boston on the far side to Cooper Glover in the corner. Right corner. Dribbles back. Elbow. Dribbles back, turns around, gives it off to Boston. Boston, a little short one, no good rebound. Boston got his own rebound, couldn't get it to go. And a rebound going to be out of bounds off of Gainesville. And, Joe, you won't make Gainesville foul you, don't you, this part of the game? I would think so. I think you take it in. Boston was trying to get that, but he had an open shot right there, about six foot in front, just couldn't get the fall. And a battle over it went off of Gainesville. Underwood trying to get it in, finally. Oh, stolen by Nordholz. Great job by Luke right there. Luke's going to take it all the way, and it's going to be a, an offensive foul. Yeah, it's an offensive foul is what they're going to have. 
I do believe You're that right. as the two officials are going to talk about it and making sure that they had the same thing because the, the lead man wasn't hardly there and the, tra- the center man's the one that got it. And that was the correct call because the defensive man player was already there. So an offensive foul on Luke Nordhoff. If he'd have pulled up and shot the J right there, it'd have been all over. Oh, huge. Yeah. That would have brought the Jim Holland. Well, that brought it to seven. It's nine. Stay been at nine for the last minute. Coach Gibbons having a discussion with the official right there. That's Bears basketball. And girls basketball coach. And there comes Cooper's dad throwing a towel out. He's the official schoolkeeper for Cherokee Bluff boys, Tim Glover. Tim and I, I won't say go way back, but we've known each other five or six years due to youth football. Uh, go against me right now, buddy. The way this gym is, everything else, yep. it's the old county versus city thing. Yeah, exactly. It was that way for the like forever. Well, and that's what the cheerleader, you hear a lot of, during timeouts, you hear a lot of cheering back and forth, and that's a cheerleader thing. Luckily, they're on each end. <laughs> Again, you've got, you've got yeah. fans from all over the, the Hall County School District, and Gainesville's got them. Oh, yeah. And you've got, you got kids from other schools cheering for whichever team. So, oh, look, yeah. Logan Holmes gets it in to Tyler Underwood. Tyler with two minutes exactly here left in the regulation. Holmes to Kiarte. Almost a bad pass. Cooper Glover gets it. Cooper spins at the free throw line. Going to take it in hard. Gets the shot. Got it one. There it is. Cooper with that left hand smoothie. He, he's, he's, he's almost a little, a little awkward with it. But when he lets go of the basketball up there and he gets up high enough, He's pretty good about throwing it off the backboard and in and draws contact. It's a nine for Cinderella. So, Kiarte out and who went in? I believe Tanaka went back in. That puts it up to 11, trying to go to 12 with 153. Offense, defense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then Tanaka can play. We know that. Even at Christmas. Yeah, it's four possessions. First free throw, good. 59-47, a 12-point lead for Cherokee Bluff. See, the mass not really there if you take care of the time. That's right. Exactly. If you run it down every time and take, you know, 20 seconds out of it, 25 seconds off of it. They got Gaines, a value. Gainesville has it. You got Walls with the basketball. He comes into the middle of it. Now Chapman has it. Chapman up to the middle, gives it off to Nordholz over here in this corner. Nordholz for three over the top of the rim. No good. Rebounded by Underwood. Underwood will bring it up. A lot of bodies flying out there. Ellis Pitts went flying out of bounds, but he and another kid both were battling for the rebound. Now you got Cooper going in for the shot. No good. Rebound on the far side. That was by Boston. Boston threw it away over here to Walls. Walls steps through. Gives it to Nordholz for 119. Nordholz to, Wal- to Chapman. Chapman shoots a short one. On the far side to get it back out as the air ball went up there. Number two, Brandon Nelson knocks down a three and a timeout. That's Full timeout by Gibbons. Yep. We'll take a 30-second timeout, Nathan. We're back in 30 from Johnson here on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change. And when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Can the Bears 
win their first ever championship trying to dethrone Gainesville. He won the title last year. You know, when you start out, hey, 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 I thought you I was I thought you were gonna stop. And I was gonna say, <laughs> is it fat Joe? I'm a fat no, Albert. <laughs> it's Yogi. Yogi Bear. 59-50. Bears lead it with 111 left in regulation. Cherokee Bluff has the basketball. Five team fouls on either side, so both teams are in the bonus. Which means two free throws every time a foul occurs. Unless it's a shooting foul. Holmes will throw it in. Looking, finds Underwood back to Holmes. Holmes goes over to Kirsch, far side. Kirsch will dribble it up right in the middle. He attacks, throws it outside to Glover. Glover out to Holmes. Holmes and the running clock now, Mike, like you wanted it to. Mike, the math wouldn't add up. You said it wouldn't. Holmes has it. Just dribbling out front. He can dribble all along because you don't have the, the count going while they're dribbling the basketball. Glover has it. Gives it over to Holmes. Way out front with 50 seconds, 14 on the shot clock. Holmes back to Kirsch for the layup. Good. 61-50. Chapman brings it up the near side. Chapman going against Underwood. More thought about it, too. Gives it over here to Walls for a three, and it's knocked out of bounds by Tyler Underwood. Wow. Tyler Underwood was anticipating that and swatted up here in the first row. Holy moly. Now folks are screaming out of here, Michael. Amazing. Folks are streaming out of here. Wow. Exactly. I guess they think it's over with 34 seconds. They get it inside to Pitts. Pitts will shoot a two. Knocks it down. Timeout. We'll Pitts, keep it right here. Pitts caught it just inside the three-point line. Turned around and beautifully shot the ball right there. Ellis, not a big score night for Ellis. No. But he's played well. Them cramps have hurt him, I know. Uh, I, and I hate it for any kid that gets cramps. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. sure. Well, I, just keep, I keep flashing back. I just see Gene Hackman down there on the sidelines, Josh Travis. It's Hoosiers. Yep. You know, yep. nobody exactly. thought nobody the Bears thought. would be in this situation. Yep. That they would have won last night's game against North Hall. Yep, exactly right. You go on a 10-0 run in overtime to win the ball game. Yep. Then they're not this fast first half they had. Yep. They were up at 22 at the point at, at the mm-hmm. halftime, buddy. Exactly. It was 36-14. Well, they, yeah, they were up 22 at the half. And it hit eight three-pointers out of about, what, 11 maybe. They didn't miss many in the second half. It's almost like a lid's on it, but they've hit some short jumpers, especially Boston Kirsch and Cooper Glover down the stretch here to keep them with that stretch out there from eight If there's ever points. a three, you will remember, though, was that when we got the foul on the fourth Oh, that big one by Logan Holmes from the top of the key, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, when he picked up the foul. Bears will throw it in. 30.5 seconds. The shot clock is off. Looking to get it in. They get it into Cooper. Cooper back to Logan. Logan will dribble up in a foul immediately by Brandon Nelson. He'll go to the line on the far end with 27.3. It'll be a foul shooting contest now for the Bears the rest of the game. And Gaines will, will come to the other end and try to just score. But all you got to do is hit your free throws, Bears. That's exactly right. Well, you can hear the south part of the county just saying, wow. Yeah, exactly. Go Bears. If there's any down there, the mail will be here tonight. You yes, exactly. <laughs> Logan Holmes' first one is good. 62-52, 10-point advantage. You will have Jacob Griffin come out and Jay Walls come back in. You will have uh, Ellis Pitts come back in for Marco um, Brown. Again, the, the mess is not there for the elephants. No, not with 27 seconds left. Second free throw by Logan is no good. Rebounded by Walls. He'll bring it up the far side. Down to 24. They got to shoot in a hurry. Get it over here to Chapman. Chapman will shoot a three. No good. Rebounded by Underwood. Underwood going to dribble out. No foul called yet. They got in the backcourt with 15. Over to Bryce Horton. Bryce 
will bring it up and this will win the first championship ever for the Cherokee Bluff Bears with nine, eight. Gainesville will not foul. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, and that'll be your ball game. The Cherokee Bluff Bears have come in and upset the Gainesville Red Elephants 62-52 for the Lanierland Championship. It's been a night of first at the 64th Annual Lanierland Tournament here at Johnson High. First, it was the Lakeview Academy Lady Lions capturing their first title, and now the Cherokee Bluff Bears in year number six have captured the championship by dethroning the Gainesville Red Elephants. What a game for Josh Travis, who bears a Cherokee bluff. Oh, they played a Super Bowl game from the get-go and held on in the third and fourth quarter when Gainesville had that run and cut it to six, Mike. Coach Travis did a great job waiting until the last, you know, calling the timeouts at the opportune times and getting back when they did this Super Bowl game by the Bears. Joe, you saw them play Wednesday at West Hall. Yeah. Then last night, when well, they went the overtime to defeat North Hall after Tyler... Underwood hit the three, yep. giving yep. the lead. And then Luke Sanders came back, tied mm-hmm. it for the free throw line, goes overtime. They want a 10 nothing run exactly. to make it to the night. They got, it, they got hot in there. I really thought North Hall was going to win that game uh, last night. You know, and then, and then all of a sudden, boom, Cherokee Bluff came in there and 10-0 run and went, went I'll say went crazy with it. And, and uh, Well, tonight, that there. first quarter alone. Yeah. yeah. They've continued the streak that they Eight, started last night. 18-6 in the first half, in the first quarter. And I think I, I counted that there was four, there was three or four threes in the first quarter, and then they finished up with eight in the, in the first half tonight. So I'm going to listen. They're going to hand out the awards here. First time, first they're going to hand out the individual awards. And first Look, it's 1964 was the last time wow. two, uh, both girls and boys won their first championship. Yep. How first about that? Yeah, that's cool. All right, here's the all-tournament team. And we're going to bring it to as they bring it to us here. From Chester T. High, Colton Wilbanks, no surprise there. <coughs> he makes the all-tournament team from Chester T. Colton is uh, looking to see if he's coming out of the bleachers anywhere. I don't see him yet. Maybe he'll be here and coming out. I don't see him. From North Hall, Matt Ray. Matt's on the far side. I see him coming through, coming down. Matt, all-around player. He grew up a little bit. He's 6'3", and shoots the ball well. Been seeing him a lot this year. Next for the all-tournament team. From Flowery Branch, Jeremiah Ware. Now, I figured that would have Jeremiah could stroke the three last night and tonight, and he did on Wednesday night as well. Jeremiah can shoot it. Well deserved. <coughs> Played football, too, I believe. Yes. From West Hall. Troy Smith. Troy Smith. Troy Smith from West Hall. All right. Congratulations. Hey, and, and West Hall's to be commended. They, they play Flowery Branch a tough game on Wednesday. Yes. That, was, that was like the closest game of the tournament. Three points or something like that. They played three points this morning. Mm-hmm. Luke Nordholz from Gainesville. Had a tough <laughs> night tonight, though, shooting the three. But yeah. overall, a great tournament for the freshman. <clears throat> yeah, freshman. A lot more to come from that young man. From Lakeview Academy. Caden Ware. Caden Ware. Yep. And his dad, Tavares, coached down Cherokee Bluff last year. He's yep. taking a couple of years off and watching his son play. Tayton kind of lumbers out there like his dad. Jamarcus Harrison. 
Jamarcus Harrison from East Hall. Again, well-deserved. Point guard, but plays a little bit everywhere for Coach Joe Dix. Again, they finished seventh in this tournament, Joe. Mm -hmm. That tells you about this tournament. Oh, yeah. Well, you're loaded with talent, Mike. If you, if you took this all-tournament team and tried to play against folks, you'd whip some people. That's for sure. From Cherokee Bluff, Logan Holmes. Logan Holmes. How about that? Well deserved from Logan. I don't attempt to go down and get scores, folks, but Logan had a bunch. He had uh, 13 at the half. Joe, think about this. Next oh. year, if the format remains the same, yep. again, in first round, next year it's Gainesville and East Hall again in the first round. That would be something, won't it? <laughs> that would be something for sure. So now we'll get ready to hand out the MVP awards. And, you know, the first sportsmanship award again. Yep. The Kurt Lance sportsmanship award mm -hmm. given out by his wife, Sharon. Kurt's place is a landmark here at the Blackshire Place area. Well, and Kurt's, uh, Kurt was a heck of a basketball player at Johnson High. Yes, he was. Uh, back in the day, for sure. Well, I know at North Hall when we played him, we always dreaded it because he was so good. I remember correctly, war number 22. And the boys' Kurt Lance Sportsmanship Award goes to Xavier Felix of West Hall. How about that? Big hand for Xavier. Good job, Xavier. He's a player, too. Yep. Good. And congratulations to him. What's it West Hall's going to do to reach the seventh triple A this year? Wow. With him playing It's going to be competitive, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Competitive region. Now. Waiting for the MVP award. Okay. Stan Lewis, who is the athletic director of the Hall County School District, is here. Accepting on Xavier's behalf. How about that? He's accepting the award for Xavier Felix. Mm -hmm. Stan Lewis, the athletic director again of the Hall County School District. And now Jerry Davis again comes back here. Oh, that guy that had a little bit the C.W. Davis MVP award. Yep. And, again, he found it this event. Yep. Back in 1960. Yep. You think about the way the reasons were back in the day. This was the time for all four schools, North Hall, East Hall, South Hall, and Gainesville, to get together and play. Mm -hmm. Yep. Do it at Christmas. Yep. Now, you said they played the first game at New Holland. Uh, they played at the New Holland gym, yeah. Well, I, I don't want to differ with you, but I was told last night the first time it was played in that we were going to play at South Hall was down at Chicopee. Oh, yeah, yeah, Chicopee. But, but, yep. But, but, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it probably was. Number three, Boston Kirsch got the uh, MVP. MVP. Congratulations yep. to Boston. You know, it might have been the first one, but then CW might have been Chicopee. Yeah. Year two yep. would have been well, New and, and I think that was because he, he was up from the south end Bingo. of the county down there. And, well, I say one of those first years. Yeah. So now I'll give the, the team trophies out. First off, the runner-up trophy to the Red Elephants of Gainesville in eight straight finals. Yep. And that, that's amazing in itself, Mike. Eight oh, straight finals. That's, that's just amazing. And, and the fight from 22 cut it back to six. They wound up losing by 10, but they had some shots that wouldn't go early and some wouldn't go late, but a, a great accomplishment from the, you know. And I'm going to say a young squad. He's got some seniors oh, on there. Yes. yes. We got 11 but, uh, different players off last mm -hmm. year's team. Yep. 
And, and think about those two defensive plays here toward the end when Nelson and Nordhose had a chance to hit threes to yep. really make it almost a tie ball game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, and I think a, a, a big big key right there towards the end was when Xavier fouled right. out too. Right, listen to this now, folks. Here is the championship trophy being given to the 2023 Lanier Land champions. The Cherokee Bluff Bears. Don't drop that ball, boys. I always say, don't drop that ball. A big, big crowd of on hand still of purple folks around right here in front of us, down to my left, over on the far side. Nathan, you and your family can be happy, brother. This is a big crowd from the Bears. Then the Bluffs still here. Well, the purple rain starting to fall as very much was saying. <laughs> Look at the rain starting to fall. Look at the rain. It's purple rain falling here. At the Palace, yeah. at the Blackshire Place at Johnson High. Boy, I tell you, I'm thrilled to death for Josh Travis, the boys coach. Yep. Kenny Hill, athletic director. Congratulations. That's uh, That's got to be a, a really, you know, when they get back to school next week, that might be all they talk about for Oh, day, really? <laughs> hey, we'll be there next Tuesday yep. as they take on. We'll be at North Hall. They're going to play Hall. at North right Hall. They're North in Hall. the county. Yep. But we cheer Key Blood basketball yep. right here on 97.5 Glory FM next mm-hmm. Tuesday to start the new year. Coming up next, we'll wrap things up as we celebrate the championships <laughs> of the 64th Annual Nearland Tournament. Brought to you by Jackson EMC. Join our back after this two-minute timeout on 97.5 Glory FM. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. <laughs> Back here at the Palace at the Blackshire Place at Johnson High one more time. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you here. Nathan Laddie <laughs> back in our studios reduced the ball game. Let's recap what happened today. It's been a long day. It all began at 9 a.m. this morning 
in the girls' seventh place game. It was East Hall defeating Johnson for the seventh place of the tournament. Then mm-hmm. in the second girls' game, it was Cherokee Bluff defeating Flowery Branch. Mm-hmm. Then in the third place game, it was Chesapeake defeating Gainesville. And then for the Narrowland Championship, another first as it was Lakeview Academy defeating North Hall to capture the girls' championship. On the boys' side, it began this morning at 10.30, and what a game you had there as it was East Hall defeating West Hall. No. Nope. I'll tell you about Chesapeake. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you. Chesapeake defeats West Hall by three, 55-52, the final mm-hmm. of that one. Game number two saw Lakeview Academy mm-hmm. defeat Chesapeake 62-53. East Hall. That's not the most. That's East Hall. Okay, make mm-hmm. sure I say it right. Yeah, yep. Lakeview Academy get defeated East Hall, 62 to 53. Mm-hmm. Then in the consolation game, it, what a game that was. Yeah, also, was. we saw from that that ball game, mm-hmm. as you had really two outstanding teams. I thought they're vying for that boys championship. Mm-hmm. You know, as you had North Hall defeating Flowery Branch for the third place trophy. Mm-hmm. Then here the championship again, another first as Cherokee Bluff. Surprises Gainesville, and they win their first ever championship. Yeah, good ball games. It was fun. I was up here. You made the when you came back. You may have heard me clapping there a little bit. Bryce Orton ran up here and hugged mom. Then came over and hugged grandma, grandpa, and girlfriend, sisters, all the whole family was that's over what here it's all hugging about. everybody. And that's what he was grinning from here to here, and so were the family. So absolutely. Yeah, I was, and I was grinning with him because I'm like, that's what it's all about, brother. Exactly. You know what reminds me of it. Since still, I'm keep flashing back to things even with. Think about Kurt Lance and that kind of thing. Yep. Do you remember when Ken Martin won the championship at Johnson back in the day when they won their first title? That's I do. What, I do remember Ken winning it, and, and Ken, Ken was it. Them kids were excited, and he was excited for him, and yep. and he was kind of a laid back guy. But that was brought all smiles to Ken. That's for sure. Yep. You know, when you talk to him, when it, even if it was before a game, he was just as laid back and calm. That he was grinning like a possum that night for sure. And I know the same thing here with Kenny Hill and with. Josh Travis, that locker room had just got to be like winning a Super Bowl no, or a World Series know. championship, you know? Don't you know it for sure. A big, big night for Cherokee Bluff. That'll be something that this, these seniors from this year, Mike, oh, I mean, wow. you, you think about it uh, uh, for, for Lakeview, they've, they've got several seniors. You had Annie Nibbins, Kavana uh, uh, Bogney, um, Ashlyn Henderson, Maddie Loggins, Emmy Finley, all got to play. Those five seniors. Won the Linearland on their last year. And for Cherokee Bluff, Bryce Horton, Tanaka Makono uh, are the only two seniors, and they get to win it their senior year. They played all four years, and they get to win it this year. And what a special, special thing for them to win it their last go around here and win it over here at Johnson High. I'll tell you something. Next to a state championship, we're talking with John Simpson. Next to winning a state championship or region championship, Linearland. This is it, baby. Yes, sir. Well, especially in this county. I mean, in, in the oldest, the oldest uh, tournament in the state of Georgia, 64 years has been going on, all a vision of C.W. Davis. God bless the man and the family for keeping it going all these years. It's been played around. You have Forsyth County Schools in it, Dawson County Schools in it. You know, back in the 60s. Back, back in the 60s, you played at Gainesville Junior College. You, you found a gym up here right up the road street here at Chicopee years ago and played the very first one. And uh, back before the gym, the county schools had all their gyms. It was at Gainesville Junior for a long time. Oh, yeah. and, you know, now they transfer it around from school to school every year. And, you know, it's, it's just really a, really a cool 
thing. Yeah, you know, we folks may complain about the gyms being small and all that, but boy, that pack a crowd in these things, that's for sure. And it's just a good community rival. And congratulations to all of the schools in the county and the cities for putting it on, having their and I'll go ahead and say it have their security here to make sure everything is good. Yep. And no problems and everything's fine. They don't have any issues. Uh had a little cheerleading company. Yep. I had the overflow then both all three places had it. Now the chilling competition at games with girls had two two girls, one on this side, one on the other, during one of the timeouts. We did the run out and then flip, backflip four or five times. Uh-huh. And then Cherokee Bluff, not to be outdone, did the same thing on the other end <laughs> yep. real quick. So it's kind of a competition in there, and we all love to see it. It's pretty fun. What's really cool about it, too, is that you compete on the hardwood here during your 32 minutes. Yep. After that, as they said in the very beginning with the fans here, you're all haul, okay? Exactly. And exactly. that's the way FCA, what we're so involved in with them with Jason Lesher and Clint Fair. Hey, brother, it's all about here after the fact. Let's go out and celebrate what you accomplished here tonight and, and get ready for the new year. Yeah, exactly right. You know, and he, these guys can take, uh, you know, a couple of days off. For the, and I say a couple of days off, they'll be back in the gym Sunday and Monday <laughs> because they got a game Tuesday. You know, they got to get ready for region play on on, uh, on Tuesday with North Hall. And so they don't get too much of a break. They might get to rest tomorrow. And, and for Gainesville, I think you told me they're playing like Fridays and Saturdays in their region schedule. Their next game is next Friday on the 6th. And, and uh, you know, uh, Ellis has got to get some. They said, I think like next Saturday. In fact, they're playing on the 6th in their next game, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got a little bit more time off. But, uh, you know, Ellis will need to drink a lot of Gatorade between there and there. Oh, That's absolutely. for Dalton, I'm sure. We saw the cramps hit him, and that didn't help a lot. It matters a lot, not for him. But, uh you know, it, it, both teams to be complimented because really good ball game, good chess match between the coaches. Josh Travis, you know, got the checkmate there at the end on this one tonight for sure. So you can relive this ball game. You can go to our website, wgtjradio.com, click on our podcast page. You get a chance to hear this championship later on, anytime, online, on demand, anytime you listen to it. Nathan's got it. He's got it recorded. He'll have it for us on our website. Give him about 30 minutes. I'm sure he'll have it for it. And you can go back and listen to it anytime. Tomorrow, we got a big day in store for you, as always. We'll wrap up 2023 tomorrow morning at 9.05. We've got the Saturday morning sports show. Then at 2 o'clock, college basketball from Atlanta with Georgia State taking on Arkansas State in the first Sunbelt Conference game of the year, followed up by action from Dahlonega as it will be North Georgia taking on Reinhardt. Women's plate, non-conference action to wrap up 2023. Look at it. Right now, it's going to be right at 125 broadcasts of local sports this year here on 97.5 Glory FM. Then, Jonah, get ready for you. On Tuesday, it all begins once again as Cherokee Bluff takes on North Hall from Lincoln Trail Court up at North Hall. And we got a big week. we got college basketball from North Georgia on Wednesday, high school basketball on Friday with Flyer Branch at Eastside, then more college basketball for you coming up on Saturday. We're going to have a big year in 2024, buddy. Well, there's one thing about it. You're going to keep me busy. And that's not a bad thing because I need to be kept busy. So, And I know you're going to be busier than I am. So looking forward to it. Uh, if I, and if I forget to tell you and Nathan, Happy New Year to you both. I know you both had a good holiday. Wish you both Merry Christmas. And uh, I hope Miss Janet gets to feeling better soon. And uh, we'll get ready for the new year, brother. Looking forward all, to it. All of our listeners, thank you for being with us here on your sports station, 97.5 Glory FM for the entire sports team. For Nathan Laddie, for Joe Gailey, I'm Mike Warfer. Happy New Year. Join us next time here on 97.5 Glory FM. This has been Friday Night High School Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ. Tonight's game was brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems.
NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, Siphon Logistics, North Hall Tire and Wheel, Representative Lee Hawkins, Millie's Drapery and Decorating, Chris McCall Realty, and by Chick-fil-A. Join us next time for more great basketball action on Friday Night Basketball. This has been a sports presentation of 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Radio. Thank <laughs> you.